0: Hey you, I'm Melanie, and you're listening to the Surrender to Thrive Podcast. Surrender to Thrive begins my journey of waking the fuck up, or as some spiritual experts may say, a peak in my spiritual awakening. After experiencing hard-hitting trauma and losses all at once, everything changed for me to confront one of the biggest challenges of my life, learning to surrender. And now, I want to help you do the same. I help high-achieving women of color become emotionally resilient by learning to let go. Every week, I will hold space for intimate conversations surrounding naming and releasing unresolved feelings, emotional triggers, limiting beliefs holistic wellness, ending toxic cycles and relationships, and so much more. I'll invite other healers of color to inspire and share their personal journeys and knowledge with you. You'll leave with practical solutions to care for your emotional body, to finally let go and navigate life challenges to experience less stress and emotional stability. Yes, we're all in our feelings today, so let's get started. Oh my God, welcome everybody to the first episode of the Surrender to Thrive podcast. Like, it's been a journey. I've been wanting to start a podcast for so many years, and I just kept allowing fear to step on my toes over and over again. But I promised myself this year I will start this podcast. I don't care. I am doing it. I'm going to show up, and I'm here, y'all. I am here. I am here and I'm getting over a cold and I may sound a bit scratchy or stuffy, but I don't care. I am doing it. So let's get right into the episode. Well, first, let me let you all know a little bit about Surrender to Thrive. So Surrender to Thrive started out as my own journey of becoming emotionally resilient and allowing my emotions to help guide my decisions, to understand my emotional trauma and just to finally heal I was so tired of carrying so much baggage and being silent. I was silent for so long and I was just tired, y'all. Like I got to a point where being silent was killing my joy and killing my peace and I was ready to level up. I was ready to be emotionally aware and, and build that emotional awareness. And I was in a place where I was like, okay, I'm tired of this. Like, I have been through so much. And if I don't allow myself to feel, if I don't allow myself to express who I really am, I am going to explode. And I had that experience, but it allowed me to realize that I needed to heal. I needed to express what I was feeling. I needed to step into who I wanted to become and holding on to things that were not serving me was becoming an issue. So I wanted to create a space where women felt comfortable expressing their emotions. Women felt loved and accepted for who they were and they were allowing their emotions to guide them. And I really wanted women to know that they had a choice to let go, that they can choose to let go anything that doesn't serve them and allow their emotions to guide them towards healing, inner peace, and personal success. Because I truly believe that our emotions are here to help us. They are not here to fuck up our lives. (laughs) Like, that's that's not what it is. So I really wanted to let you all know that. And along this journey, you will get to know more about Serenity to Thrive and more about my own personal experiences. But today, we have a good one. By the way, if you need to grab a journal, some water, some tea, or open up your notes app, please pause the episode right now because I really want you to get cozy and comfortable. Because if you're truly committed to your healing journey, it's going to involve involve a lot of processing and in a lot of these episodes I'm going to do a lot of processing and going to share a lot of skills and knowledge and tips to help you on your journey. So whenever you're ready, press play and let's get started. So I named the first episode, Get Out of Your Feelings, because I really wanted you all to know how this statement burns me. Um, when people say, you know, get out your feelings or stop being in your feelings. It really shows who that person is. And also they're denying you. They're denying your feelings. They're denying you to openly express yourself. And this is a huge issue. But before I really dive into like ways to create a healthy relationship with your feelings, I want you all to understand why people do this, why I believe people do this. So if someone tells you, get out your feelings, girl, in your feelings, when you're disappointed or hurt or angry, they are really uncomfortable holding space for you. They are not acknowledging your emotional experience because they themselves cannot hold space for their own emotions. If someone, if you come, if you go to someone and tell them, you know, you're hurting me or this is making me upset, and they reject you or deny your experience, that shows you that that person is not able to be supportive of you and be supportive of you expressing yourself. And this becomes an issue because when someone rejects our emotional experience, we hold on to those feelings. We internalize those things because we don't want to get hurt anymore. So, we hold on to all this emotional baggage and this trauma, and we stay silent when we want to say more because we want to make other people feel comfortable. Because they are uncomfortable with what, with what we are feeling, we decide to, you know, hey, let me do something. Let me say something that's going to make this person feel comfortable or just not say anything at all because if you don't say nothing, there's no issue, right? Wrong. <laughs> and... um. So that's really why I feel people say things like this is because they are uncomfortable themselves with their own emotional experiences. So why do we feel so much discomfort in in feeling and being present with our feelings? It's mainly it, it hurts. Like, it hurts to feel things that we are not able to... Express in a healthy way. If we don't have tools and the knowledge and the awareness to openly welcome our feelings, of course we're going to be like, nah, I don't want that. Because you don't know yourself. You don't know how to express yourself. You're going to be like, you know, I don't know you. Why am I feeling hurt? Uh uh-uh. uh. Back up. I don't know hurt. Oh, I'm angry. Uh, I don't know you either. But, you know, I probably express that because you know people they are more comfortable with anger, um, especially when they're hurt. So, this shows up in so many different ways, y'all. Um, it, it not only shows up in our emotional body, but also our physical and mental bodies, and this can show up as like you know health issues and, and other mental health issues. And it really can cause this explosion in our lives. And I call it an explosion because it really disrupts our daily lives and it makes it hard to navigate life in a easeful way. So I really want to point out that people saying get out of your feelings or even you telling yourself, you know, girl, don't feel this. You are denying who you are. You're denying a human Thing. Like, it is human to feel, and I think we forget that. So when people ask me, like, you know, how do I learn to express my feelings to my partner or my friend or my family members? You know, I try to express my feelings to them, and I'm rejected. Or I try to sit with my own feelings, and I feel overwhelmed. The thing I feel that people need to do first is create a healthy relationship with their emotions first. First. You cannot express your emotions with somebody if you have an if you have a unhealthy relationship with your own feelings. It's not going to work because when someone rejects your feelings or reject your emotional experience, it's going to hit you way harder because you want to internalize whatever they say. But if you have it, if you have a healthy relationship with your own emotional body and your feelings, then you're more able to process things on your own when someone does reject you. And you're less likely to internalize things because you're more comfortable with what you're feeling. Um, To get a better understanding of how to create a healthy relationship with your emotions is learning to name and acknowledge your feelings. I know that this can be a hard thing because, you know, sometimes we don't know what to feel. Sometimes we can't quite name our feelings because we don't know what's going on or we got so used to avoiding our feelings that we just don't know how to hold space for them to acknowledge them to name them so the first step in naming your feelings or acknowledging your feelings when you don't know what emotion you're experiencing at that moment is to pay attention to your body when you're feeling something or you're having an emotional experience, your body is usually the first, you know, the first sign that something is wrong, something is good, or some, you know, something feels good, something feels wrong, something feels off. So I want you to ask yourself, what's happening in your body? What sensations are you feeling? Do you feel pain in a certain area of your body? Do you heat up? Um, are you feeling heat in your body? Are you shaking? Do you have a headache? So really pay attention and become present with your body because this is a sign that something is going on and it's trying to convey a message. For example, usually when I feel hurt, I feel it in my chest. I feel this ache, this twist in my chest. Or sometimes I can feel my stomach drop. Those type of sensations let me know that either... I'm hurt or there's some other things going on. And it it can also mean, you know, it can also represent a different emotion. But typically when I feel hurt or disappointed, those types of things start to show up or those areas seems to be the most active in my body. Another way in which you can build your emotional awareness or um, create this healthy relationship with your emotions so that you're able to identify and name your feelings or name your feelings, is to notice your thoughts. So what are you thinking? What are you saying to yourself when you have these emotional experiences? What beliefs are being created when you have these experiences? Because if someone tells you, you know, girl, get out your feelings, and you create the belief that I can't express my feelings to others because they won't like it, so I'm going to just stay silent. That's not going to serve you in the long run. If you're staying silent to make other people happy, where does that leave you? I'm going to tell you, you're going to be depressed. You're going to be resentful. You're going to feel heavy. You're going to feel unfulfilled. And it's really going to be an issue when it comes to navigating different life challenges. If you're unable to express your feelings and you walk around with this heavy load, anything that comes up for you is going to feel overwhelming. Any emotion that you experience that you don't like is going to feel like an attack on you. Like it literally is not going to feel good for lack of better words. The last point I want to make when it comes to building emotional awareness and this healthy relationship with your feelings and learning to acknowledge and name your feelings is notice what your gut is telling you. So this is your intuition. Every woman has it, whether she knows it or not. We have this feeling in our gut that tells us something is off, something is going on, something doesn't feel right. Whatever we have this feeling. The problem happens when we when we deny our feelings. We are disconnecting from our gut. We are disconnecting from ourselves. We are disconnecting from my intuition. Our intuition has been given to us for a reason, and if we deny our feelings, we are denying what the universe is trying to communicate to us. We are denying what our body is trying to communicate to us. So, for example, it was a moment in my life when I left my last relationship, and I tell my you know friends this all the time, and I was like, I woke up every day mad, and I couldn't accept that I was upset with what had went down, but I didn't... Like, I knew I was mad, but at the same time, I was kind of like, no, I'm not mad. It's just, I'm just whatever. I'm just making up all these, these beliefs about what the situation was or is. And for the longest time, I wouldn't name that I was upset and I was angry and I was hurt. So I was really denying what my body was trying to tell me. I was denying what the universe was trying to communicate to me, which was, girl, acknowledge that you are upset, acknowledge that you are hurt and process that shit. Stop holding on to this because you're going to keep waking up mad. And I literally, literally was mad for like two months and every day waking up with the same type of thoughts and emotions and not really wanting to acknowledge that I was upset and hurt. So this can show up in so many different ways, but I just want to let you know that When you deny your feelings, you are disconnecting from yourself. You are disconnecting from the universe. You are saying to yourself or your higher power or whatever that your feelings don't matter and you're not going to pay attention to them because, yeah, I may feel this way. I might feel whatever, but let me just keep doing what I'm doing because I don't think that's true. I don't want to accept that. And yeah, that's going to cause a lot of problems. Trust me. All right, let's take a moment to sum things up when it comes to creating a healthy relationship with your emotions. So my point was for you to understand how the system works, how our bodies collaborate to make sure that we are getting the message. So what I mean by that is our emotional body, our physical body, our mental body and our spiritual body collaborate together to make sure that you understand what's going on inside of you. If you cannot name your feelings or can't acknowledge your your feelings because you don't know how to place a name to what it is you're feeling, your body will let you know. If you don't get the sign from your body, then you'll get a sign from your thoughts if not that, then from your spiritual body. So they really work together to make sure that you understand what's going on. When you avoid those, all those signals from those different parts of us, yeah, (laughs) I won't get, you know, too much into it, say that for another episode, but I do want to let you know that it's going to be an issue. It's going to be an explosion. Now, before I leave, I would like to leave you all with an exercise. (laughs) No, not homework, if you don't want to call it that, but I want to leave you with something that you can apply to your own life, especially if expressing your emotions or naming your emotions is something that you struggle with. Also, this would be great for those who are solution oriented, who like to take the skills and knowledge that they learn and just to hit the ground running. So, This exercise is simply noticing. So what this means is being present in the moment. And here are a few things I would like for you to be present with. So whenever you're having an emotional experience or an emotion is coming up for you, I want you to notice your location. So what I mean by location is where are you? Are you in Alabama? Are you in St. Louis? (laughs) Are you at home at your grandmother's house? Are you at the store? Are you at the car? Like, where are you physically? This will help you to understand your triggers or even things that come up for you when you in a certain location. So, for example, if you are at your grandmother's house and you are consistently or you consistently feel upset being at your grandmother's house, then this can help you become aware that being in this house is not the best decision for your emotional health. So that's one thing I kind of want you to notice is just where are you? The next thing is time. What time of day is it for you when you're having an emotional experience? So is it morning? Is it night? Is it afternoon? Like what is it looking out what is it looking like outside like what time is it so if you notice that at nighttime you experience a certain emotion this can um bring awareness to maybe some trauma you had at night and it can look very different for di- for various situations but notice the time of day that you experience certain emotions Next, I want you to notice your environment. Who's around you? What does it look like? Is it crowded? Is it clean? Is it messy? What type of people are hanging out there? Who are you around? Um, Is it bright? Is it dark? Like, Look around you and really see what is happening, what exists in this space. And this can also let you know that if, you in, if you're in certain spaces, say if you're always, not always, but if you're in a space that's messy or cluttered and you feel a lot of anxiety, then that communicates to you that this space is not suited to serve me. So, yeah, noticing your environment and the people and things that are in their environment is crucial to understanding what it is that activates your emotional body or emotional system. And lastly, notice your behaviors when you're experiencing an emotion. So for example, my niece may not necessarily say that she's mad, but she'll stump around or she'll, you know, cross her arms or she'll have a mean face or meaning that she has like a frown or her her forehead has tension in it. So notice, you know, ways in which you behave when you're experiencing certain emotions. Um, And that can be a sure way of helping you to understand what is being communicated to you and actually holding space for you to process that emotion. Now, I want to let you know that you do not have to notice all these things at once. I know that You know, I work with high achieving women and we are always on the go. We're thinking about other things. And sometimes we are just not present in that moment. And it could be too much to just like focus on so many different things. But if you would like to start off with one thing, like say location and then build up from there. Great. That You know, any step towards building building a healthy emotional body, healthy relationship with yourself is progress. Wow, we have reached the end of the episode. Episode one, get out of your feelings. It's so exciting to be here. And y'all, I'm not going to lie. My perfectionism tried to creep in and I tried to keep recording and, and going back. And it was just like, you know what, girl, just do it and you will learn how to navigate this space. This space is definitely new for me. And I'm just so grateful to those who have listened to my first episode and those who will will listen in the future. And yeah, I just want to take some time to check in with you right now. Like what's going on for you right now? What are you feeling? Are you excited? Are you like, man, I have so much work to do. Like, let me know what's up. And you can reach me on Instagram at surrender to thrive underscore or via email um it's info at surrender the number two thrive.com and yeah um I also want to say happy new year I'm sure by the time this episode comes out we will be in a new year um I plan to release this episode the next day and I am so excited about the new year because There's so much to come, and I'm just calling in everything that I have made room for thus far. And, yeah, man, just just take a deep breath with me, y'all. Like, that felt so good to do. And I am, again, so excited for you, excited for us to get to know each other better. And until next time, take care.